Welcome and thanks for joining us for this week's encouraging and faith-building message from C3 Topol. For more information about C3 Topol, visit our website c3churchtopol.org.nz. Now for this week's message. Good morning church. So great to have you all here this morning. Great to have some of you stay on from the first service. My gosh, it was so wonderful. And I just feel the heart of God in this place beating for you with love and goodness. And uh, we get tricked sometimes to think there's strings attached, but there's nothing. Like the great apostle Paul said, I am convinced, etc., 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 that nothing can separate us from the love of God that is found in Christ Jesus. So if you feel like there's something separating you between you and God this morning, it's going to be gone. The only thing between you and God is a cross. It's Jesus Christ. This great big well of life that continually flows and continually pours, continually touches lives. The only thing between you And the God who is the fullness, the representation of love, is Jesus Christ. And he died for everyone. He came to the door of separation. He kicked it off its hinges. It used to be a great big veil, 10 inches thick, that hung between the presence of God and the people of God. Between the holy of holies and the people. When Jesus hung on that cross, that veil was torn. It was split top to bottom, not bottom to top. It was split by heaven coming down, touching earth and making a way for the presence of God to infiltrate every life, every marriage, every every family, every problem, to remove every blockage. And we engineer these services into our calendar or intentionally, these Holy Spirit Sundays. Because I'm human just like the rest of you. And I know over time, things begin to obstruct my access way to the cross, my access way to God. And it's just a matter of getting back in His presence and allowing the power of the Holy Spirit to do what like we've sung, what do what only He can do. Like what Pastor Sarah said, to take things from us so He can give something to us. But we can get really afraid of what's going to happen in the gap because if He takes something from us, there can be a moment where we feel vulnerable, we feel exposed, we feel nervous that if I give this up, even though it, it might not be the best thing It's all of God. If I give up this relationship, if I give up this hurt, if I give up this memory, if I give up, a piece of me is going to go. But he's the God who says, I give beauty for ashes. He didn't say, I've come to cover ashes up. He didn't say, I've come to to cover over ashes, to to hide your ashes. He he hasn't come to, to hide your sin. 
or to hide your shame or to hide your weakness, to, to get like a jacket. He hasn't come that, that he can be like, it's okay, I'll just, I'll just hide. I'll just hide. I'll just cover over. No, no. He says, I'm going to take it off you. It's gone. I'm going to remove it from you. Oh, he hasn't come to, to cover over, to, to put spiritual makeup on you, to, to just doctor you up for the day of glory. He has come to make you glorious. Because that's what he does. He says, I'm going to give you beauty for ashes. I'm going to take something off you and replace it with something that is so much better so much greater. It might tear in the process. There might be a, 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 a little bit of pain as you, as you let go of what he's wanting to take. But what you are going to receive, what you're going to receive from Jesus Christ is beauty. He's got, said, I'm going to give you the oil of joy in replace of mourning. He didn't say, I'm going to make you give you more happy days than sad days. That's not what he said. He didn't say, I'm going to, I'm going to make you more happy than you are sad. So I'm not going to, he didn't just come, I'm not just, I'm going to, he didn't say, I'm going to tip the balance so there's more happiness in your life than there is sadness in your life. He said, I'm going to give you joy in replace of mourning. I'm going to take mourning from you. I'm going to take despair from you. I'm going to take heartache. I'm going to remove it from your life and I'm going to replace it with the oil of the joy of the Lord. I'm not going to cover it up. I'm not going to just bring a nice balance so you, you've got, you know, an even keel through life. He's not going to give you the oil of joy for mourning. And I'm going to give you the garment of praise. This is the garment he puts on you. Instead of despair. What you once mourned over, you're going to rejoice over. What you once were broken about, you're going to rejoice about. Because he's going to give you a garment of praise. And you're going to wear it with pride. You're going to put it on. It's going to become who you are. If you can get your arm. Oh, I'm stuck. The illustration's died. <laughs> we'll raise it back to life another day. But this is who he is. He is life. In, no, God created Adam and Eve, and He stood before them. There they lay on the ground, lifeless. The full image, the full physical representation of what God intended them to be. And they lay there on the earth, formed from the earth, by the very hands of of God Himself, carrying His fingerprints, His DNA. And there they were, the pinnacle, the height of the creative process. Everything God made before man, He spoke. 
When, he made God, when God made man, he formed and fashioned. God said, let there be light. God said, let the ocean team. God said, let trees grow. But when it came to you, he left the lofty place of heaven. His feet stirred the dust of the creation he had just made. And he stooped down, Father, Spirit, and Son. And they fashioned and formed with their very hands you. And in the final act of creation, he stooped the lowest he had ever gone. He got the closest he had ever been to his creation. And he breathed. And as he breathed out, his creation breathed in. And Adam received life. He went from dead to alive. This is who God is and this is what God does. You may not be physically dead in this room this morning, but I know there's plenty of you who you're feeling spiritually dead, emotionally dead, worn out, run down. This is what these services are about, that you may come and drink, that God may breathe His life into you this morning. A great prophet had a vision of a vast army of bones coming together, bone upon bone, flesh, tendons. And they had no life in them, and God commanded him, prophesy life, prophesy breath. And they came to life. The disciples were in a room just like this 2,000 years ago, praying, and a great wind entered the room. The Holy Spirit entered their presence and brought them to life. It says this in Corinthians, if there's a natural body, there's also a spiritual body. So it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The second, the last Adam, a life-giving spirit. The spiritual did not come first, but the natural. And after that, the spiritual, the first man was of the dust of the earth. The second man is of heaven. As was the earthly man, so are those who are of the earth. And as is the heavenly man, so also are those who are of heaven. And just as we have borne the image of the earthly man, so shall we bear the image of the heavenly man. I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound. The dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with imperishable, and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written shall come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh death, is your victory. 
Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin. The power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, He gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, yeah, come on. Therefore, therefore, in light of everything just said, therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm and let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that when you work for the Lord, you do not labor in vain. He has come to clothe your mortality with His immortality. He has come to close your perishable with His imperishable. He has come to fill your body, your life with His Holy Spirit that this text may become your reality. Death has been swallowed up in the victory of Jesus Christ. Your sin has been swallowed up in the victory. Your past has been swallowed up. Your failings have been swallowed up. Your sickness has been swallowed up. Your insecurities, your fears, your anxieties, your cares, they have all been swallowed up in Jesus Christ. There is no victory left for death. There is only death for death. But for that person that is in Christ Jesus, that person who is filled with His Holy Spirit, that person shall live the life of victory that has been promised. You're going to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit afresh this morning. And you will leave church not as someone who's had behavior modification, but someone whose heart has been deeply transformed by the love of God that is found in Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Have a blessed week.